Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Randolph Terrence. Mandy Klein. <laughs> Elena Torres. I'm Rod Morrow. Who was that laughing just now? That was. <laughs> Oh, that was, I turned on YouTube and I still had my uh, audio share oh, going. So okay. it was like, whoever laughed 30 seconds ago, that was that laugh. That laugh. Hey, it's three guys on. Happy Thursday. Welcome in freeloaders. You've been missing it. Chat room. Thanks for staying with us through the break. If you, if you were not a freeloader, you would know what I was talking about, but you don't. So, okay. Get part of this, get part of this, uh, this 90s, 80s, 90s music jam that we do. Lately, it's been, uh, yeah, 80s. Everybody so likes early it, 90s. so this is what we're doing. <laughs> Who knows next week? Maybe next week it'll be the 50s, you know? A lot of Howlin' Wolf going on next week. <laughs> Who knows? We're trying to catch Elena up on some black music that she... Next week, all ballads. All for the ladies. All ballads. Okay. All ballads. Ladies. Love all the rocks. They just get into the chat free before 10. Did Tanya Wyman just check in with a Warren Zevon drop? Warren Zevon. Yacht Rock. <laughs> uh, people are making requests now. Lost Would love. You love you. Don't forget. There she is. <laughs> Happy to be love. here with y'all. Happy that y'all are all here. Uh, we had a great time uh, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Or three days ago, depending on. Or three days, wherever you, wherever you're at with yours, we had a great time. We're gonna try and keep the party going for you. Uh, what you want to talk about? As of Monday, I'm fully vaccinated. Two weeks after my shot. So, hey. Yeah. Uh, as of Friday for me. <clears throat> yeah. Two welcome weeks. to the club. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. What's your What's your wild out? Like, why? What's your wild out I'm, plan, Andy? I don't. You know, I've never made a wild out plan in my life, so I'm. I have no idea what to do. Should, what should I do? Something crazy? I feel like a plan is the. I feel like a plan is the opposite of wilding out. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Like, it's got to be spontaneous. Not Something. live here. That's pretty fun. Uh, you can wild it out. You know, you can do that. Mike B. He's out in these streets. <laughs> he is I'm gonna out go in the streets. Crisp, I'm gonna go to Krispy Kreme and I'm gonna complain about all the safety precautions. That's my plan. How dare you try to go <laughs> home without think- getting COVID? Yeah. I'm going to walk in there and be like, y'all motherfuckers, take off these masks. And I'm pissing everywhere until y'all open the bathroom. I think we're going to do a, I think we're going to do a uh, restaurant. We're going to go actually sit in a restaurant and eat dinner. That's going to be our wild. Like a nice fancy or are you going like Dairy Queen? 
Nah, well, the for the first one, I ain't going to Dairy Queen. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Not for the first one. Dairy Queen is probably the, more the particles like in the, Dairy Queen different. Yeah, well, <laughs> if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do it. Although I guess uh, I guess I'm not. We ain't risking anything anymore. It's not like we're risking it all. So, mm-hmm. all right. You like if I'm risking any level of COVID, it need to be for Ruth, Chris, and below. Yeah, it ain't going to be Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm go down, to shower I'm or down something. into the and down in them low percentiles. So right. Yeah. It's like I can't be going into a ventilator. Like, what'd you die for? The blooming oh, onion. Tanya man. said she went to go see the, the Tesla truck. Y'all went to go see that bullshit. What? You missed Wait. it. We talked about it for twenty five minutes. I want to. I want to <laughs> see if there was if there was a Tesla truck in my town. I'd go see it. I want to see what it looks yeah. like. We talked. What's we it? talked about that truck for twenty five minutes. Easy. Did it have a ray gun on top? <laughs> Not a machine gun. A ray gun. <laughs> Oh, oh, the flux capacitor. He said it was dumb. Post the photo later. Yeah, it seems dumb. Yeah, it's an ugly looking. Did he get it up to the right speed and the flux capacitor kicked in? <laughs> Kicks in. Took him back to, <laughs> to the eighteen hundreds. Lights are bright. Yeah, it's got a bunch of like LEDs. I'm sure, the lights the probably are bright because the lights are actually eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and they need to <laughs> be able to see with the computer that's driving it. Does yeah. it have AI in it? Does it have I, artificial intelligence? I, just has a self driving. My fear that he put some AI in it and didn't tell nobody. That'd be but the it, kind but of isn't self driving technically a, a version of AI? Like if it can yeah. figure out like when you have mm. to turn, like that counts as AI, right? Yeah. 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 But can even that, the, the self driving is in beta mode still. So it's not like, yeah. It's like a, it's not, it's not a capital I, put it that way. Mm. It's a lowercase I. Yeah. I want to know if I could just be like a, uh, Take me home, and then the Tesla is like, "All right, let's go home." I don't I trust not. I don't good. trust not none of that shit. Though there was an accident so like two weeks ago, and you can, and it can do that, right? It can. Mm-hmm. It has limitations. There was an accident two weeks ago. Oh yeah, two people burned to death, and the fire lasted forever what? and took took like a long ass time to t- to put out too. Because the yeah, Tesla batteries catch fire, and they you, they recommend. Don't throw water on it. It makes it worse. <laughs> so they say, just let it burn out. Let it burn up or use dirt. Let be, like, let your car be on fire. Well, then like the Model 3 has these weird it's door handle situation where it's electronic. So oh. the manual, I think there's a manual door handle, but you have to like find it. It's like behind a panel or something. The I don't know. But the if the car is burning, you can't really get the, the electronic system probably isn't working. So then you're mm-hmm. trapped in the car. Good. And uh, yeah, there's some issues with Teslas, but these two guys were in their Tesla, one of their Teslas, and they had an accident. And it turns out one of them was in the back seat, one of them was in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, so they had it on self driver, and the self driver fucked up. Supposedly, but then Elon Musk tweeted, Musk tweeted because they can see the data from the car at Tesla. He said, yeah, they. This car wasn't equipped with self-driving. Maybe they thought they had self-driving and they didn't. I don't know. It's hell it's still of a way to find out. Yeah, how, you exactly. that, how you make that miss? <laughs> Turn on self-drive. Watch this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I paid my bill because they can. You have to. Self-driving is built into every Tesla. They just you can activate it. You can buy the car and then a year later activate self-driving. It's like ten grand or eight grand or something. So maybe they thought they'd activated self-driving. Later we're gonna find out that's the dude that's that invented. That's just a plan, dude. It's in every car. It's in every car, so they can activate it whenever they want. Shit, fuck out. No, you can later. you can pay, but if you sell your car, the new the new owner can can buy it. 
You know, it's already built into the car. It's like a feature on your phone that you have to have. No, I'm saying Mr. Elon Musk, the new fucking Lex Luthor. You, this is the guy you want. You think he don't got access to your AI? Fuck that. Yeah. Well, later we're going to find out like this, the dude that uh, invented the car that can run on water or some shit. Yeah. And e- Elon just had the car kill this nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't Afisa say that? There's no AI, but it does have common. It ain't got no AI, but it does have common. <laughs> I haven't heard him do his little AI commercials in a minute. AI. <laughs> With like a, a bass player behind him on a stand-up yeah. bass. Do we have any emails, Andy? We got a couple. I mean, first, we have a comment on YouTube from last week. He, it's from Echo, who just says, KW, keep on trucking. Because... <laughs> Carrie is our uh, resident driver, although he wasn't mm-hmm. he's not in today. Keep on keeping on. Keep working um, today. Although we did have someone. Didn't we have someone driving on? We did Monday? have someone driving. I caught that. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got a couple emails and comments. So first of all, let me pull up the emails. Well, we got a comment from Raphael. Let's start with that. Um my return back to the movies was with Marvel, Black Widow, yes. Shang-Chi is a must. I used to play soccer at an indoor facility pre-pandemic with a group of dads from my neighborhood. We stopped after lockdown, but resumed playing toward the end of the year in a park with masks strictly enforced. Now the vast majority of us have been vaccinated 100% on first shot as of last week. 85% completely vaccinated. Someone asked if it was time to play without masks. Immediate no. <laughs> I doubt we'll be returning back to the indoor place. They reopened last year and have been texting me to bring the dads back. We have also invested in colorful balls, reflective kits, bigger goalposts, and large lights to make playing at night easier on our eyes. Indoor soccer is over. I've also embraced the braces from ankles to both knees. Makes a huge impact. Without them, I have to be towed home. I don't want that during a pandemic. Yeah, that's your support, man. Don't be afraid of the support. And then um, from Ms. Smart. We got an email on episode 1014. That was last week's Thursday episode. Uh, Greetings, 3GO and guests. On episode 1014, you talked about the white guy not knowing about black Greek letter organizations, BGLO, skin brands, and whatever or whether or not we really want whites to know about our organizations. I prefer they view our organizations in much the same way as a disinterested black non-members who loudly and incorrectly claim all we do is step and haze. Is that not... Isn't that what frats is? I could see that. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just stepping. Uh, it's bad enough that the Republican Party has already honed in on the fraternities. God forbid too many find out that we're out here driving legislation and that most black elected officials and decision makers are members of these organizations. I'm not alone in the sentiment, though many wouldn't say it in public spaces. Yeah. Look, they found, like, remember when they heard what an AKA was because uh, uh, Kamala Harris? That's the only reason. Yeah. And they were like, they let out a screech. I'm like, yeah, that's oh. exactly what that broad said. <laughs> yeah. In, in her writing, it's like they they let out a high pitch. I'm like, that's not what they did. It right. is what they did, but that's not what they did. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> it is but what I'll they screech. did, but it's not what they did. That's the perfect amount of knowledge that white people should yeah. have about all our shit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did do that. You like that? Right. You like that it's like the screech knowledge? You don't you don't want them to know more? That's enough. I, feel like nah, I don't need to know. They don't need to know. Show me what know. has been improved by white people knowing more about our culture. Fair. It's like they, it just they just fuck it up even worse. Just stay out. 
You know what I mean? That's close enough. Other than the between, just just, the, just dance awkwardly while we cheer you on, like normal. Right. Like just, the uh, inner, like like you know, the perfect amount of culture is uh, Glenn Close knowing how to do the butt. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Shout out to Sugar Bear and uh, yeah, and uh, Junkyard. Uh, we can all laugh at that. It's it's adorable. It's harmless for the most part, and we just move the fuck on. I don't right. I don't need you to know what a a, a Omega brand means yeah. <laughs> like I'm good. I don't need to know who wrote that script for her. I don't need to. You yeah, know. you trying to pass a test? Is that why the fuck you asking all these questions? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the email continues. It only looks like there is a major increase in non-black members of uh, black fraternities because they're visible on social media. In actuality, the number of non-black members in BGLOs is statistically insignificant. In my 25 years of membership in my beloved sorority, I've seen exactly one white member in person. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's usually how it goes. You Most of us like have seen zero. One. Yeah, you see like one, maybe. Rachel Dole you is know? out. Every camp, yeah, every camp has got like one. One. Um, one. Says, I, I, I remember no our idea. Jeff. I remember Jeff. No. <laughs> one. White Jeff? Yeah. It's a white dude who grew up black adjacent or it's right. a white girl who grew up black adjacent. <laughs> no, that's right. the only way this shit works. Like they went to a HBCU. Yeah. You know, they don't be overstepping. You know, mm-hmm. everybody knows the white, the one white person allowed yeah. on campus to be in a there's a There's a thing. Somebody pointed it out. To me, I don't know. They point out to me, but I heard it said, "It said you got white folks, and then you got people who are people who are white, white devils." You see the difference? <laughs> you got white folks, <laughs> and then people just happen to be white. All right, <laughs> you just happen to be white. And you got white folks, <laughs> you know, right. white folks, and then and then the, the next level of white folks is white. People, there go these white people. Right, <laughs> there go, go these white people. There and they go. Crackers. There they go. <laughs> uh, Miss Smart says, "I have no idea when or where she pledged, but it was not my graduating chapter or my undergraduate chapter. I can't predict if this number will increase in the next century. A lot depends on the tone uh, slash mentality of each chapter. Some chapters are in spaces that are far more likely to seek and award white approval with membership." With regard to being twice as good as whites, I was fortunate to have been raised and educated without that call to action. Good. First, it implies that whites are excellent. <laughs> Second, it implies that they are the standard, both of which are untrue. I echo Michelle Obama's observation that when you are a room full of whites, you see they aren't actually smarter, more creative, or uniquely useful than nope. anyone else. <laughs> nope. Um, further... <laughs> When you have friends who are white, you realize they, as a group, are more like Roseanne, the TV show, than the Cosby show. Cheers. Correct. Um, yeah, they're just regular old people. Uh, I think, I don't know if it was Tim, because Tim used to work at the White House. He was just like, yeah, it's just a bunch of 50-year-old guys at their jobs. <laughs> you know, like, even the, the high levels, that's, what, that's all it is. And then we have an email from Andrew. Um. Andrew said uh, uh, he emailed us a while back. My volume thing keeps going down. He emailed us a while back about Mount Vernon. Uh, so this is an update on Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. George Washington's old house. Been once. Hi, Andy Randolph and Sock Puppet Nation. I'm the former Mount Vernon GIS analyst that wrote a few months back. I remember now. Now I do remember that. 
I want to tell you listeners that live in the DMV about a new African-American program at Mount Vernon centers on how the enslaved African and African-Americans that lived on the plantation dealt with life loss and the memorialization of family members. The program is called Lives, Loves, and Loss, Remembering the Families. The program is a new endeavor by some of the good people that are still there that I mentioned in my last email. They are still putting in a lot of hard work to bring the story of the 300-plus enslaved Africans and African-Americans to public in an honest, well-informed, and dignified manner. The program is free with a regular admission. They aren't even trying to hit you with a you-have-to-pay-extra-for-the-slavery-discussion fee. Uh, and I did want to touch on one more aspect of the burial ground that was brought up during the discussion that we that was had after my last email was read. The graves in the burial ground were marked. Archaeological evidence shows that the graves were marked with mounds of earth similar to the ones found in the African burial ground in New York City. Also, the grouping of the mounds suggests that they were arranged in a pattern that denotes familial bonds. There's even a very distinct possibility that these groups were fenced off from each each other, creating kinship boundaries within burial ground. Um, these mounds were still visible until the early 20th century. It is at this point that the area was allowed to go completely fallow and was covered in weeds and vines until a scathing newspaper article was written decrying the state of the site. The weeds were cleared away in one spot where the 1929 memorial to the enslaved was placed. But guess what? They let that get overgrown too. A more substantial memorial is now located on the site that was designed by Howard University architectural students in 1983. I'll end this email with the same statement that I made the last time. There are people in these spaces that are trying very hard with limited resources to tell the full, accurate, and human story of the enslaved Africans and African-Americans that lived at Mount Vernon. They just need the support of the paying public to ensure that they can continue to present content that challenges the narratives of the enslaved that lead people to believe that there were good slave owners and that the enslaved had the humanity beaten out of them. How could this be the case when they mourned and memorialized those that passed away? Mm -hmm. The system was brutal, yes, but it did not break us. Programs like these help to change the challenge, these kinds of narratives. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. and Keep up the great work, <laughs> Andrew. I think I might take the baby out there to go see it. That's you know? so interesting. If it's there now, I'll take her out there to go see yeah, it. Yeah, looks it like, looks like this is happening now. He has a couple of yeah. links in the article, or in the email, rather. That's cool. Take her out there in the summer. <laughs> And so we can go see it. And that is all the emails this week. There we go. And comments. Let me ask y'all what y'all think. I have a couple of things I'll ask y'all what y'all think about. First was, uh, me and my wife were talking about something the other day about um, something I was doing and I mentioned that and I said that I'm good at it. You know, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm good at this. And she said, uh, kind of in a, in a laughing voice of what was the exact way she said it that um why do you speak so highly of yourself something kind of in a laughing voice which immediately made me mad <laughs> but not really mad at her as much as it made me mad at the concept of if you say you're good at something you're not you're just not supposed to do that right it's it's the it's the same thing of why I don't like when people tell people you need to be humble Usually black people, they tell this to. I, I we have talked about this before. I detest that. Mm -hmm. I, I detest that, you know, which started a conversation between she and I. My wife is very, very good at her job. Right. And she was saying, I would I would never say that about myself. I said, why would you not say what is the truth? Why would you not say that? 
if somebody was to say, put you in a position, if you were to be put in a position where you had to say that about yourself, why would you not say it? It's like, I would never think to, I would never think to say it. I said, that's because if you do say it, then people mock you when you say it. She was like, I wasn't mocking you. I said, I didn't say you were mocking me. I said, that's what people do. I don't know. It's, I see James saying it's America's obsession with humility. I, I, I know why they tell black people that, but I don't understand where this comes from. Well, I think no, black people, because like, they want you to stay in your fucking place. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, you and your wife, it's a, you know, you're a woman and a black man. And I feel like that's two of the groups that are most told to not self promote. I mean, there's a study that I, that I read someplace and I wish I could remember where it was, but it's quoted a lot where if women self-promote, especially on social media, it's generally not well received. Mm-hmm. And women of color even more so, you know, it's it's generally people don't like that. So I feel like if you're not a white male, generally society does not receive self-promotion in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's, I don't know. I, I, I kind of started noticing it's like one time, um, Girl, I a girl I'm very friendly with. She was talking about her nephew, and she was saying what a humble boy is. I was like, he don't need to be humble. He needs to. <laughs> he needs to. If you're good at something, say you're good at it. It's like LeBron. Like when they when the when they asked LeBron about it being MVP, and he was like, me. <laughs> How right. dare he say that? I'm like, what is he supposed to say? Do you think he doesn't know he's the best basketball player walking the earth? You think he doesn't know that? I think what messes it up is the people who. Th- overrate themselves yeah you know and so they kind of come off like jackasses you know because they pretend that they're you know a bigger deal than they are or better at something than they are and then it obscures them from basically analyzing themselves accurately and they start pointing we see it all the time in comedy start pointing fingers at everyone Mm -hmm. else but how funny they or lack of funny they have They'll yeah. say it's the bookers that clicks on the scene everyone's against me and it's like no you maybe you should evaluate yourself because mm-hmm. you might be just delusional, you know. So I don't know if you should judge a whole group. I don't. I don't think the answer to these shitty people is nobody say that about themselves. And if you yeah. do say that about yourself, we're going to mock you. I think also people are people are threatened by arrogance. So that's another thing too. That 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 that, that level of like, uh, when you see somebody who is arrogant, you get the same vibe and the same feeling and the same insecurities mm-hmm. as a person who is confident you know and a lot of times i think people confuse the two you know because i can see how arrogance would be an off-putting trait personally to deal with people but confidence to me is different than arrogance right right, right. i can do this i earned this i did that right. so um the thing that that when you first brought it up that i thought was interesting is people say be humble but they mean it as a verb as mm-hmm. like a performance, like perform humility. They don't yeah. really mean yeah. internally be humble. They don't like they like Act no, say the right things that make me feel good telling you that you're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a difference. Like uh, when when someone says to a woman like, oh, you, you know, you, you look beautiful. It's difference between a woman going, thank you. That's what you're supposed to say, right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You noticed. But me, or she could be like, I know. And then yeah, all of a sudden it's right. like, how dare this bitch? You know what I mean? Yeah, but right. <laughs> but we just were agreeing that you we were agreeing that you're the that you look good. The the the, the 
you're the product of all this work you've done and everything, all the shit that goes into beauty and all this stuff. And I noticed it, which is all I did. I didn't actually contribute anything to this, to this, right. to like anything that makes this woman beautiful. I just said it. And then it's like, she owes me now. Right. Like, so her saying, I know is not humble. Right. But if she said, thank you, then she was humble. She did it the right way. So mm-hmm. I think people are just, threatened by by that right. shit by that brian regan had a, like, had a good that. bit about that brian regan had a bit about how we can call people geniuses but we don't want them to call themselves geniuses it's mm-hmm. like oh he's a genius and he don't even know it you know, it's mm-hmm. like that as soon as he calls himself a genius we hate that but we are allowed to call them a genius like for yeah. some reason they can't say it about themselves also, if someone says they're a genius or a woman says yes i'm beautiful why do suddenly they become less of that thing Right. Says I'm a genius. You immediately start doubting whether they are or not. Or if you know, or if a woman says, "Yeah, I know," suddenly that makes her less beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right. It's that insecurity that people have. They want to feel like they're giving you something, but you're not. I I remember uh, a couple years ago, Donald Glover dropped "This Is America," which I thought Mm -hmm. was a brilliant video, and people were proclaiming him a genius. And then, and then the backlash to this was, what about all the people that aren't being called geniuses? Right. I'm like, what kind of shit is that to say? Maybe they're geniuses too. Sure. Like, why are we trying to take away his, like, oh, no, he don't get to be a genius unless we're going to call everyone a genius. Like, fuck you. He's a genius. And then I, I remember we did our show that day and I went down a list of like all these other people. I'm like, Rihanna's a genius. Uh, Beyonce's a genius. Like, <laughs> Look, like, why the fuck do we, why are we trying to to close the genius door behind Donald Glover? Yeah, right. <laughs> you the last one through, you know right. that? You made it. Yeah. Everyone calls Donald Glover a genius, but here are 10 other people that no one's talking about. Right. You know, it was my, my therapist blog. that, it was my therapist that gave me permission to, I say gave me permission, but you guys know what I mean. Gave me permission to be able to even say that about myself. She was the one who gave me the permission. You know, when she hit me with it, when I say I'm not smarter than these people, she was have you ever thought that maybe you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just ain't nothing wrong with that. If you are, you are. It's <laughs> just how it goes. And you you have you have something that they don't have, therefore you're smarter than them. As a black person, I just always recognize people feel threatened. Right. By me saying I'm smart or, you know, I when I had white friends, yeah. um, <laughs> that would come up, man, uh, because like we'd have discussions like I remember a discussion we had about minimum wage and it was making me angry because I went to college. I graduated business administration, my concentration, banking and finance, you know, econ, minor, all this shit. <laughs> And these dumbasses are telling me, like, oh, if we pay some money ten dollars an hour, then the fucking burger's gonna cost this much. I was like, no, that's no, not how that not, works at all. That's not how it's not how it works. I was like, we never I said when the CEO triples his salary, no one ever thinks the burgers are gonna cost three times yeah. more. Like, right. where yeah. the fuck is this logic coming? And I'm just breaking it down logically, like, okay, well, statistically, this. And did you know they did a study here? And did you know this city actually has raised minimum wage and they haven't had any of these uh the, the these same these uh these these uh, t- uh whatever harms that you're saying Price yeah hikes. they haven't had these consequences that you keep making up that aren't true and th- their whole thing was just like i don't want to believe you and i remember at one point i had to just be like i don't know how, how to tell y'all this without insulting y'all i am smarter than y'all <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, like we're friends and that's fine i i'm not i don't require that you be smarter than me to be my friend 
but I am just smarter than you. I'll, everything that you had from just being a white dude, I earned as a black dude. My 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 SATs, I took them once in the 10th grade and I still qualify for every fucking college that I wanted to get into, <laughs> except Howard. I, I qualify for every college because they don't play. I qualify for every college I wanted to get into. I never took the shit again. You know what I mean? I, I the Josh me I, eighth grade. I was one of the only fucking kids in uh, eighth grade that got a score in the Josh me. I fucking had a pancake breakfast with the mayor and shit. I'm a finalist in the essay uh, contest for North Carolina. There was no other black people that I recognized there. And there was maybe like 25 people in the fucking state. that got to go to that shit. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm smart. Y'all are just white. So you can't, you can't like that doesn't trump this shit. And I don't pull that card to be like, I'm donkey. Fuck you, motherfucker. I pull that card to say, you should be listening to me. Right. And a, right. Rather than looking to argue with me because I didn't come here to argue with you. This was not me. I'm going to show these motherfuckers. I'm telling you information and you're treating it like a debate. Right. I, I'm not debating with you. I'm telling you, this is what right. happens with with minimum wage this is what happens with hiring this is a you know all that stuff and and it was so frustrating i think people get tired of paying that cost but of course me pulling out that joker they took it as obviously an offense to i'm smart you know like that's not what that's what they tell you i didn't say you weren't smart you're not smart as me they come at you they you know they come at you with that they get they get offended because they need therapy Right. Yeah, right. Right. They're the ones who need it. They 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 interpret things as threats because they are insecure and everything is a kind of a threat to them because they don't they need to be reminded over and over again that they're worthy and have worth, et cetera, et cetera. So they take everything personally. So things right. that were never meant to be personally. And so that's why they want and they need you to be humble. Stay quiet. Know your place. We'll call you a genius. That's why you got people shitting on Dr. Fauci and the CDC. Right. Like you have nothing in the area of expertise. Everything you've learned, you've read in an article within the last few months. Yeah. we Like like a day ago. You <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, this motherfucker's been doing this job yeah, dealing that's with that's pandemics that's what his I tell whole people, like, Do career. Do you understand? He's the guy. He's the guy. He's world renowned. He's the guy right. that other guys go to to get knowledge from. He's the reason the guy. we didn't have uh, pandemics that reached America and other areas is because he was the guy. Yeah. Right. But now, because you read two things and watched a YouTube video. Now you the guy. Now really? you the guy. <laughs> like really? you don't see the arrogance in that. I'm, but but he would be arrogant if Dr. Fauci came out tomorrow, had an attitude and said, "Actually, guys, I want you to stop. I'm smarter than you. I've been doing this my whole life. You're a fucking idiot. Don't listen to Joe Rogan. Listen to me." Everyone would be like, "I don't think the tone of his message. <laughs> I don't like it." <laughs> Okay, he what and why is he smarter than Joe Rogan? Like, no, get the fuck out of my face. He's not smarter than Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's intelligent. He know. started a business. Yeah, some some <laughs> shit like that. Alfie shows up. He yeah. just got his degrees with him. He's like, hey, uh, before we start, let me just uh, rattle off all my accomplishments real yeah, quick. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, it's 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 uh, I don't like when people. The, the mocking that people it's like it's an automatic thing that people do they will mock you yeah you, you think that you you're you really it's just an automatic 
mocking that stuff that comes. Well, you got also, I mean, I noticed this coming. People do this on both right and left, but I know politically, this I noticed this years ago on the right where there was this beginning to be a real suspicion of higher education. Mm-hmm. Um, these liberal colleges are brainwashing your kids and these liberal professors, and they don't know what they're talking about. And this is like 20 years ago that it really started getting said out loud, a suspicion of higher education, a suspicion of intelligence and a celebration of a lack of those things. A guy Mm -hmm. you can have a beer with should be president, you know, um, regular people, average Joe type of talk, you know, the kitchen table issues, you know, they, they start couching it in this shit. And, you know, I, I have, I've had phases, lots of them where I've just gone on YouTube and pulled up TV shows from the sixties and fifties where people are just doing round table conversations. And it's so much smarter than TV now. I mean, even with people who are idiots by that standard yeah. are still so much more, like it was so much more respected to be an expert, to have intelligence and to wear that and say, yeah, I know what the fuck I'm talking about and have an in-depth conversation on primetime TV. That's not just a yelling match or two heads in boxes out dumbing each other, trying to win rather than have a conversation, trying to get a W in the conversation. But there's been a whole thing, climate change, you know, there's all, all this shit about, you know, I, I don't trust the science anti-vax bullshit. I'm celebrating not trusting science and be suspicious of these people who are trying to make you smarter. Mm-hmm. You know, they're brainwashing you and making mm-hmm. you think mm-hmm. things that aren't true. The and now you got 20 woke, years later, you got Don, you know, Donald Trump as president or was. The yeah. liberal woke university. Have anybody asked the black students yeah. how liberal and woke the universities right. feel? Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> or the uh, the elites. These people are the yeah. elites, you know. Kind of liberal and stupid liberal and woke. Did y'all see that Nina Turner's trying to make a comeback inroads into the Democratic Party? I'm like, bitch, you got no chance. You got no chance. What, what, is, what is she trying to do? She's she wants to she's got to run. She wants to run for a Senate seat or a congressional seat. Congressional seat? It's a congressional seat. Mm-hmm. And she wants to run as a Democrat. So hmm. now she's trying to make inroads to the Democratic Party. And they're like, no, <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> we forgot, bitch. Is she no. is she trying to primary somebody or is it like a no, open seat? it's an open, it's an open seat. I think somebody is giving their seat up in Ohio. Um, hmm. Let me see. Nina Sherrod Brown? Is Sherrod Brown stepping down? One of them hmm. of them congressmen are stepping down. Nina Turner and, and Jen, Nina Turner was, let's say, a Bernie Sanders mouthpiece. She was a congresswoman. I think she was a congresswoman for a minute. Wasn't she a congresswoman? She, I know she ran. Yeah. She ran. Um, Sanders I think she ran campaign. unopposed in one. Well, she ran his campaign. In yeah, no, no, I'm talking when she was a congresswoman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, before before she ran the campaign, she, I think she ran unopposed. State senator, one. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Ohio state senator. It yeah, so she was oh, Ohio state senator. Okay, is that what she's running for now? No, now she's running for like a congressional seat. Hmm. You know. 11th congressional district so she's trying to she so, bought a does this ad article current she bought a five hundred thousand dollar ad is that right yeah yeah i mean she's got she's got people backing her the people that she's got backing her are like the the bernie sanders type folks hmm. backing her you know 
Well, I mean, look, I don't wish her anything bad on her. I think um, we could use. I honestly think one of the biggest problems with Bernie Sanders' campaign in 2020 was they should have ran Nina Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, shit, they might have fucking won. Who knows? Uh, definitely would have put a dent in that black woman vote. Uh, that, that I think they, she's gonna. I think she's gonna come in with a, with a burn it down attitude, which I I maybe I don't cotton anymore. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see that or not. Um, I know when you're working in someone's campaign, you say shit that they would say. So we'll see. Because right. I did not find her to be saying shit like that before she was working with Bernie. Yeah, like. I used to shit. She used to be one of my favorite people to see on TV. I'd be like, oh, shit, Nina, you know, she's going to keep it real. Yeah. So um, and, then she, and then she hooked up a Bernie and you were like, Ugh. well, the, well, the Bernie shit is a job. Well, it's like Sanders. I'm not a fan of hers. She lost me. Well, Simone Sanders but, used to be a Bernie person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about Simone is Simone never did the thing where. Like Nina Turner was, I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. Mm. She went down that road. You know how I feel about people who went down that yeah, road. Shit, you know how I feel. Yeah, like I like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she went down that road, and Simone Sanders didn't go down that road. It was just like my guy didn't get it, so that's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, while yeah, I'm, main- I'm supporting my man's, and my mind got in again, and that's how it goes. Yeah, my main <laughs> point is that um, it depending on what she's talking about, she may find that inroad back is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it just depends. If she comes at it from the Bernie angle, she might not. You know what I mean? But if she comes at it... Some she's not of, right now. Yeah, she comes right at now. it from as a hybrid of her old shit. And, yeah. you know, some... and Because not all of that shit Bernie was saying was whack. Like, a lot no, of that shit was cool. No, so it's... The Bernie's problem is his fucking people. That's right. the fucking problem. Right. You know, and, so, you know, I have problems with him on his racial shit because he has no idea too. what the fuck he's talking about race-wise. Right. You no, know, he old. He's an old white man, but the the his people are the fucking problem. Like you right. fucking idiots. They're, so they're I can I can see it. I just I think the thing that you uh, you point out so astutely is just that uh she gonna have a hard time making friends within the party. Yeah. Oh no. She just That's said not- she just said and did some shit that put them in such a bad light. Right. I don't know how the fuck they supposed to just get over it and get to work. You know. Yeah. She would. I think she would have to kind of kiss the ring like AOC and them had to a little yeah. like before before they would even allow her to. Yeah, if you really want to be here, this is what you're gonna have to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, because that, that shit with Bernie, that shit with Bernie, where he can be the anti-democrat Democrat. Yeah, that only works because he's a white dude. Yeah, and like, he's yeah. old. You need that if privilege. Young white, if he was a young white man, get the fuck out of well, here. Well, he been doing it since. <laughs> He was what we would term right. as young compared to now. But, that's why. But you that's know. the thing is he a white dude. So like he got to be that guy, you know, like, oh, he's the honoree. He don't really fuck with us, but he kind of fuck with us. Like you can't. I think when you're anything but a white man, they just make you choose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw that uh, Atlanta's mayor is, is down out. That one is is. It's just, it's kind of baffling. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah, it's kind of baffling because she was easily going to win re-election. Not even a question. <laughs> easily. She was already fundraising for it. Yeah, easily going to win re-election. Could so be a scandal. Maybe a scandal's on the horizon. That's, okay, so that's the first shit that pops into your mind. Like, yeah. what what happened? Like, you know. What's coming? <laughs> I know, and that, you know, I was going to, I did think maybe it was the, 
Twitter woke motherfuckers that, you know, that hate all the black women once they get the power. Like they love them when they're campaigning <laughs> and hate them when they get the job. Right. Right. I thought maybe it was them like having some type of effect, but I don't want to give the fucking woke people on Twitter that much credit because they don't. I don't yeah, really I don't think they got that kind of power. Scandal. She's also yeah. So much hate anyway, because she's been in the spotlight extra. I feel like during COVID and like all, yeah. of, all this, like, you, like I feel like people have just seen a lot of her. Like maybe she just got like too many death threats or something. And her, um, her mayor, her uh, governor's been undermining her at every Left turn. Right. So um, she can't even really, uh, she can't even really run Atlanta the way she wants. Every time she tries to pass something dealing with either police or coronavirus, he just undermines it from the from the state position mm-hmm. so that no one can enforce the things that she uh, has been actually trying to get done. Well, maybe it's the... Uh... She says the decision was made from a position of strength, which I guess is just pushing back against the scandal angle. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she don't want to do it. It's a thankless job. I don't know why anybody yeah, would want to do it. It could just shit. be that she don't want to do it. It could just I wouldn't want to do it, dog. I like I'm in addition to this. dealing with Kemp, you also got a bunch of like every and this is not to belittle it. Obviously, I'm on the side of don't kill black people, but every time someone gets fucked up by the police in that black city, people put it on her. Like, mm-hmm. right. Like it's not. It's like she pulled the trigger is, is basically how she's well, treated. The thing so. is that she has to support the police because she's got to keep the police union on her side. Right. And even and the thing is, even when her calling for accountability and all this shit and all that, the changes, they it don't matter because police are basically fucking rogue. Like police everywhere just about do whatever they want to do unless there's federal oversight. Like they they well, we're going to I think they just uh, put that dude back to work that shot the dude at the Wendy's. Yep. Like he just Richard so Brooks. like. Yeah. So I can see how she would be like, man, what's the fucking point of me doing this job? I'm wasting my potential i could be somewhere earning six figures a year yeah just yeah. like i mean she, she was something. she was on the short list of vice presidents she was on that short list yeah so she uh, has a future in politics if she wants it right you know um i when they say that they're gonna end up with um i don't know who the white lady is the white mm-hmm. republican woman being nikki being haley mayor. oh she's not no white, of atlanta mm-hmm. being mayor of atlanta oh Oh, the, the woman from the um the woman that owned the the WNBA team? Not no no not that woman. The woman she Loffler. ran against last time. Oh, I don't know. You're a white lady. You're a white lady. Is she a Democrat though? Republican. Yeah, well, how was she gonna win Atlanta though? That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like Charlotte here in Charlotte, we're never gonna have a Republican it mayor. Doesn't though. matter. Just listen. <laughs> Whoever it's just Find another black woman. Put another black woman up it'll there. It'll be a Democrat. Woman. I mean, <laughs> if, if Atlanta's at, anything uh, like Charlotte, it'll be a Democrat. Yeah, it'll be it just another Democrat. Be... Just find another black woman. Y'all I'm looking at the, the right now the 2021 candidates for Atlanta mayor. Yeah, uh, the three that have declared so far, and it gives you their occupations and their part. And I guess not their party, but mm-hmm. Sharon Gay, attorney, Felicia Moore, president of the Atlanta City Council. Mm-hmm. And Alex Barella, cartoonist. <laughs> okay. He's from the Green Party. So the Green oh, Party, of course, they of got course a lawyer, the president of the city council. And, and a then cartoonist. the Green Party is like, how about this, uh, this guy that makes cartoons? I keep huh? saying that. The Green Party is our the Green Party ain't about shit. They are not about shit. Alex Barella, meme maker. 
I'm yeah, so it'll tired be, uh, of people acting like these motherfuckers are oh, about shit. something. They're not about shit. No, we yeah, gotta see be, this uh, guy. I'll show you his picture. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> it'll be a Democrat. It's a black city. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll turn out and vote. Well, wait till they oh. see uh, Alex Barella. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. He's not serious. <laughs> He's not serious. The free party is so not shit. God, they're not shit. Alex Barella, stoner. Man fights to get Atlanta mayor to unblock him on Twitter. That's the guy running for the Green Party. Are you serious? The Green Party ain't shit, man. They deserve no respect. Like, you don't even care, dude. He shows up at town hall meetings to to make uh, make some noise. He looked like he say, uh, a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And for a long time. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I got, I got a question. Uh, hi, uh, I wanted to know why as like public policy, you're breaking the law by blocking me on Twitter and like on your personal account and on the city of Atlanta account. Like that's a violation of my first like, rights. Tele. And I'm wondering like why you're able to do that legally as like, public policy. I'm wondering why you're able to do that legally. Out of public- yeah. <laughs> that was this, that this moment right here was when she decided to quit. <laughs> yeah, he's asked. So, like, talk to this guy. <laughs> this is who I gotta talk to. <laughs> Everybody else's question is like, listen, with the police violence in the yeah. in yeah. the community, we're trying to resolve this, and we're police wondering violence. if maybe you could policy, lead up <laughs> you know, some type even, of policy. Even meeting. the old lady who's like, I need a street light on my corner, right? Like, How about right, the lady with the you. sugar mama shirt? I, I know, I just saw that. I was like, what's going on? I want to see her question. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, I got a question. Uh, why are you blocking me on Twitter? What? <laughs> what did I do to you? Like Listen, I don't even know who you are. Do you really think I run my Twitter feed? Just because <laughs> I call you racist and misogynistic slurs, you do not have the right to block my First Amendment freedoms. You think I run my Twitter feed? Is that what you think? It's like the First Amendment or whatever. And like I know I'm going to be running against an attorney. Uh, you got to put a uh, in it. Uh, the city council, but no, I'm going to uh, totally make a cartoon no. about you. I would lie to this motherfucker. God, the Green Party ain't shit. I'd be like, so yeah, you know what? Shit. I actually have my people looking into that, and it's one of our highest priorities. Yeah. I, bet, <laughs> I bet the Green Party blocked this dude on Twitter also. Right. <laughs> I, uh, so I wanted to know shit. why. Like motherfuckers they put up just routinely like a deer in the they headlights. put up crazy motherfuckers just routinely. You know what he looks like? <laughs> When he grabs the mic, this is a comedian's first time on stage. Look at the look on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, closed up yeah. energy, closed up scared. Yeah, just like energy about to hyperventilate. Oh, yes. I, uh, I wanted to know why, as like public policy, you're. So I just finished college and like, him in here go to college? Like, yeah. And then, puts, <laughs> and then he puts the mic down and he passes out. <laughs> he just slides out of the shot. So I know uh, what you guys are thinking. I look like a cross between a samurai and a uh, hippie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he, he swallows a dry swallow every uh, now and then. No, nah, Dominique, he'll only cry if he talks to me. If he's a comic, then he'll then he'll cry. But <laughs> he's done two mics and he's like, "I'm a comedian." <laughs> you know how many uh, times Andy and I have talked to this same guy on yep. a Saturday night over the years. Hi, uh, I was wondering how I can get on. You still have to. Do you guys uh, follow me on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Hi, uh, I wanted to know why, as like public policy, you're- uh, give, give it up for the the last guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so I just done it. So I know, I know what you guys are thinking. I look like a cross between Gandalf and Tony Stark. If they had a baby, 
if they had like a child, like I mean, it biologically, it wouldn't make sense. Anyway, uh, how you guys? How are you guys doing? I was. By the way, this this clip is from March 2019. So he's been sitting on this for two years. Now he's running for mayor. That's how he's going to get the mayoral office to unblock him on Twitter. What else? What else? In the law by blocking me on Twitter and like on your personal account and on the city blocking your bitch ass. So it's like a violation of first pause. (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Anyway, (laughs) what else? What else? So how much time do I have? yeah, you so, got about 30 seconds, man. Okay. So I got a girlfriend. I'm kidding. I'm single. So I thought that was funny. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it. Thank you, guys. I'm going to wrap that up. G- good night, guys. Hey, Follow me on Twitter. For him. Follow me great. on Twitter, guys. People say I look like James Franco if he was taken out of the oven too early. <laughs> when he was okay, so you see that brother behind him with the dreads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he was combing his hair in the mirror, that's what he was seeing. He was seeing yeah. that right brother right there. <laughs> when he was pulling that hair back into a ponytail, he was seeing that brother right there. I look just like him. Imagine who's gonna <laughs> vote for him. He's gonna get all the votes of he's the people. He's gonna get that, some votes. Right. He's gonna get all the votes of the people who pay no attention to politics, but vote third yeah. party so they can feel superior to people who do pay attention to politics. So I was just uh, yeah, going to say that drinks at the voting booths. It's very difficult to be a cartoonist with your hands are shaking so much, <laughs> but you know, I do what I can. So they don't like, they don't even pretend to want to run for offices nope, nope, locally. Nope, nope. Like, the green party is such a fucking joke. And anyone that, that falls joke, for that man? scam, like where's what is the, wrong with you? The green party dog catcher. Where the where right? At? Imagine like imagine you giving your vote to this person. Imagine that after the after the shit the ancestors went through. Right. I don't need that, don't need that problem when I die. I, I vote a straight problems. green ticket, and then I gotta go to heaven and meet my grandma, and she's gonna be like, for real? <laughs> yeah. They fucking tried to shoot me at the first polls in 1964 <laughs> or whatever. You, the this fuck. is what you wasted all that on. Your it's, uncle had to move to New York and hide in 1935 because he voted, and then you just decide to give your shit to this dude with a ponytail. Yeah, I don't, you don't need that. He has, that. he has like videos of himself playing video games on his YouTube feed. Is 82 does. subscribers, and it's called the Virtual Boy. That's right. You can watch him play Sonic so too. Is Elena? Jesus, <laughs> or talk about Earth Day. It's whatever you want from this guy. So, uh, um, hi. Alex B for mayor. <laughs> this guy. Oh my god! I feel like every day is Earth Day because we're on Earth and it's a day. <laughs> that's I how mean, he went to. That's how he went to something dressed like that. He the went mayor. to a, a serious thing dressed like that. The mayor of Chocolate City. Roland. <laughs> uh, well, I I think uh, you know we should probably like investigate you know eminent domaining like some of these. Like mixed use developments, like you know, just makes like totally like anyway, like this is my fourth time on stage. I'm gonna start teaching a comedy class now. So, like, if you guys want to pay me, this is supposed to be the mayor. This is gonna be his mayoral (laughs) dress with this cadence and this outfit and these (laughs) eyebrows. I just think like maybe uh black lives do matter and the police maybe (laughs) should stop shooting people or something. Like someone should look into that. Guys, like, so the police like shot a guy last night, and like, it's sad. Shit, like, it's man. totally sad. You know, like, I had to stop playing Call of Duty for a while because it was just affecting me. You know, I he's gonna. Focus. He thinks 
he thinks there's a universe where he would be on a on a fucking debate stage with Lee, with Keisha Lance Bottom. Right. And the other candidates are all like super smart, highly accomplished people. Keisha is qualified and leaving the the job. Right. right. <laughs> this she's like this is just too fucking much. And he's like I can do it. Of course you can. I would totally tell the police like stop. My okay? first my first order of business will be to unblock myself from the official mayoral <laughs> Twitter account and like I think that would help the city quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah, it actually was like a real like light bulb for me. Like, oh, I'm blocked. Well, no one should. I really, I really love Atlanta. That, My- that was that was the day he decided to run. Yeah. <laughs> that was like his his Trump at the White House correspondence dinner is. <laughs> He's getting blocked on Twitter. Oh my God! I can't tweet at the mayor. I can't even tweet. At, I can't even like at the mayor now. That's like it's un, it's against my First Amendment rights, probably. Like most likely. Where, where are the Green Party people who are in the organization? <laughs> they don't have any. Like what? They like who is in charge any. of who gets to run? Why isn't there a person like sit your ass down? <laughs> yeah. They don't have an. They don't have an infrastructure. They don't have. They have nothing. They're not. They're not to be taken seriously. Maybe maybe he's the Green Party with three E's. Maybe it's like a bootleg green party. <laughs> He's just a green party. <laughs> He's like to be taken seriously. I'm green. Remember party, when they like put the up? The, remember when they put up the dude in New color? York with the gloves, the karate master with the gloves? Oh, the random too damn high guy. Too yeah. damn high. He was a green dude, wasn't he? I think he might have been. I, yeah, I thought he was the random too damn high party. Yeah, that <laughs> he might have had a very specific <laughs> party and an agenda. My party platform for Atlanta is mostly. Said he had his own party. I thought he was a green guy. He had his own party. Maybe he had his own party. Yeah, the rent is too damn high. Party. Time that is right. That is joking. legend. That is legendary. He. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's like an open mic. Like you pay $5 and you can do five minutes or whatever. Come in and do $5 in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just put it in the chat. That's his own party. That's not. That's too damn high party. Yeah. yeah his own party. I thought he was not a green a guy. Who was New York's green person? <laughs> oh, he's got like special effects on his videos. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, hey, it's your boy, the mayoral candidate. How many followers does he have to his channel? 82 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, wow. there you go. just as qualified to be president as Keisha Lance Bottoms. <laughs> so I really just want to make sure that everyone has access to buy a PlayStation five because right now the stores don't have them. And I feel like as mayor, I could help out with that. Yeah, oh, he's got a lot crazy. of stuff about getting blocked. This this video's about getting blocked. This one's about getting blocked. That well, really you getting blocked for a reason, son. What do he be saying is the question that yeah. we need to ask. <laughs> What did he do to get blocked? Right. You now you got me you got me asking the right questions, motherfucker, because I want to know why of all the people that talk shit about Keisha Lance Bottom, she had to block you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is a video of him uh, he made of her on a radio show where she's taking questions. I wonder if he gives here like clockwork. Several Several members of our audience have asked uh, about you blocking people on Twitter. Last (laughs) month, a federal appeals court did rule that actually President Donald Trump can't block critics from his Twitter account. Have you unblocked people after this ruling? So this is an interesting question. So what? um, She's trying to run a city right now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're asking her about her block list. 
Right. And and like they said, several members of the audience, that's got to be fake accounts. Well, that's right. that guy, too. Don't forget. It's, it's that guy it's and that all guy his guy alter egos. Accounts. Yeah. <laughs> all his burners got blocked, too. That's why he's mad. We'll say this is on my personal Twitter page. The only time that I block people is when they are abusive, um, when they, <laughs> I feel like it's threatening, or if you're trying to pull some up on a computer, making comments about, about my children, children or um, something, something that's, that's completely, completely inappropriate. inappropriate. That, that being, being said, <laughs> it is my personal account. account. I, I went, went back, back in and, and tried to unblock some, some people, people, and I. Actually, Actually, I can't, I don't, I don't know, know how to do, do it. I'm not savvy, and I'm, I'm sure, sure it's something that's, that's really simple. simple. I, just I just have to get it. I believe that because I don't know how to do it, but I don't, care to, I don't care to know how. Her answer <laughs> to him was like, hey, yeah. once I block you, you're blocked. Twitter's difficult, <laughs> I man. To, I don't care hey, to know that's, how. That's, the, that's actually a version of the answer I said I would have gave. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm looking into <laughs> it. Um, you know, I got my best people on it. And yeah. uh, you know, we formed a committee to uh, look into investigating uh, potentially unblocking people and the, what the unblocking process would entail. So uh, we're right on top of it. Anyway, if you like to know about my tax plan, <laughs> what we're gonna do in a fucking pandemic, or the police violence, let's uh, move on to those. Jesus, Alex fucking Barella, fucking Green Party, man. Gotta get on my fucking nerves. All right. Well, people really be got to be a crazy party. Like every country has a crazy party. Yeah, that's true. Alex Barilla has um, three hundred fifty-four Twitter followers. Oh well, <laughs> well he's only got three hundred fifty-three now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, people really like <laughs> his latest. By the way, his latest tweet. His latest tweet. Twenty-five minutes ago. Shaking my head as I skim another article to the tune of who's who in the running for mayor of Atlanta with no mention of my valid, most fleshed out, most ambitious and differentiated campaign currently in the running. Shameful lack of journalism. How do you even say my opinion that your campaign is the most ambitious? How do you say that? Hey, you're supposed to be able to say when you're a genius. Anybody running is running an ambitious campaign. Yeah, but the most ambitious. (laughs) Um, and most, uh, okay. So when Rob was talking out. earlier about this arrogance that comes off, this is what we're talking about. This yeah, right here. That's the problem. This is what we're talking about right here. This right here. <laughs> this, this right here. This, this is what we're him talking his, about. Right hit here. him as 81 followers need to run the city of Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> they got it. Yeah. Atlanta. You ready, Dominique? You ready? You ready to get ran by this fucking boy. <laughs> May, he, 10 hours ago, Mayor Bottoms is a bigot and a coward, a fraud who openly subverts the democratic process via allowing big money to decide who gets news coverage and ballot access. A bigot. Why would she block him? Yeah, she, I can't why imagine. Why she block? I don't know. Yeah. He has an official statement. If I was her, I would unblock him just to block him. I'll unblock him once yeah. a day and then I would block him. Unblock him, block him, unblock him, block him. I would just unblock him, send him a DM and then block him again. <laughs> block him. <laughs> I would just keep doing that. <laughs> just keep doing that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, she's, um, a, she's a bigot. Why? Because she doesn't want to talk to you? <laughs> you don't matter. Listen, people need to understand it about themselves sometimes. You don't matter. Dog, none of this shit even get retweeted. Shit, pork chops in the air fryer. I think you just sparked something in me, Dominique. Nobody (laughs) even have to happen tonight. (laughs) I think that may have to happen. Nobody is even retweeting this dude. 
God no. damn, you're gonna he's be mayor no with no retweets? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what he's gonna be. <laughs> you can't get a like, but you should be mayor. Right. That's what he's gonna be. Okay. That's what he's gonna be. Nobody likes this dude. It's not even that nobody likes him. It's just that he doesn't matter. He's I, and I love that she blocked him because she could have muted him. Yeah, it had it just not seen, but she wanted him to know, like, I see you, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a we're doing a um we're doing a a thing on the show, um, mute or block. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's your criteria to go from mute to block? This guy gets a block. It's not even a question. Yeah, I, a block. I mean, that's just what he tweeted yeah. 10 hours ago. I mean, yeah. right. this guy, this guy gets a block. Well, what's the criteria to go from mute to block? You know, we all have one. Like everybody's criteria is different. As you all know, mine is low. <laughs> okay. As you all are aware, you know, is that a promote Mike B shirt you got on, by the way? No, Nick, that Bobby. is a promote Mike yeah. B shirt. <laughs> by the way, Alex. Like, made by engine design. <laughs> The synergy, we love it. Worlds colliding. Yeah. Alex World. Barella's uh, campaign website is Alex B number four mayor twenty twenty one dot blogspot dot com. Dot block. <laughs> he's got he's got that a blog work. spot. And did you see the artwork of the picture? Angelfire dot Alex Barella. Did you did you on his Twitter? You can see like a preview of the artwork for his blog. I thought it was he an looks artist. crazy in the artwork. <laughs> I thought he was an artist. Right. He's a cartoonist. Like even that shit look like it looked like if Hitler didn't get a haircut. <laughs> what well, what are you doing? Geocities.alexbarella for mayor.2021.com. He's holding a, a, a in the one I'm looking at, he's holding up four fingers in the cartoon and wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt. Like Goku. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with this dude, man? He's crazy. I bet you he tweets a lot too. Look there at that. Is. That's the one. He wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt. <laughs> so this is I Alex for mayor. I would not let weirdo. this motherfucker. This is, this is I, the guy. That, uh, no, come on, no. man. Not you even know, for the you trash. know who's like this. I guess every city's like this, but Austin is really like this. They got a lot of people like this that decide they're gonna run for mayor. Mm. A lot. That Austin kind of has that vibe. There's a lot of yeah. I feel like cartoonists. Only on only on the surface though. Underneath, it's it's still Texas, mm-hmm. but on the surface, there's a lot of this shit right. running for mayor and stuff. Oh, he ran in 2017, also, guys. Of course, he did. Right. <laughs> the same. Did you see? I see. But policy. Did you see that? P O L I C double I. Why? Holy shit! Because there is no why. Is that the plural yeah. of policy? Because I don't that- ask why. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I end I end my sent I end that word with I because my policy I'm going to enact it for you. I I I I I policy I I and look at unestablishment politics with an X. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, he's an artist. He's yeah. gonna be fucking around with the misspellings. That can't be real. Fuck out of here. Oh, uh, he's he's probably like. <laughs> fucked up in the head he's probably not all there no (laughs) well the green but like i said the green party they ain't shit they're not an organized thing they they don't they don't matter well you know jill stein (laughs) that fucking bitch let's uh finish up on this umar (laughs) kevin samuels beef yes but before that let me ask y'all a question 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole, but I heard Jamel Hill talking about it on her podcast, and I saw when Steve Harvey said it, and um, Steve Harvey said like ten years ago that he doesn't have any female friends. Oh yeah, I saw Chris Rock said it in and uh, bring the pain. That's what Jamel Hill said. Yeah, that it's a great joke. To have women, it is a great joke. Dick in a glass case. Yeah. Um, Jamel Hill said. She did you hear what she told you? Hear talk about it, Rod? Uh, not yet. No, is it the she Barry Jenkins talking, interview? Yeah, okay, the last interview. And she was saying she's heard her husband say something similar to that, and other male friends. But she has a lot of guy friends, and she was mm-hmm. saying that, um, while she understands it, um, it's still bothersome to her as a woman, which I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll open it up to the floor right quick. What, what do y'all think about that? Is the question just can a man ha- have a straight man have a female? I don't know if it was that. I, there was just Steve Harvey just saying that I don't have any female friends and this is why, and that most most men don't, and this is why. Neither one of those is not is not untrue, by the way. <laughs> Neither one of those is untrue. I, think I don't know where Steve. I don't know where Steve Harvey is now. Ten years later, I don't know. Th- yeah, this is this this clip popped up from like ten no, years right. ago. I don't know where I don't know where Chris Rock is now. That's also when he was selling books on relationships. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the same way Will Smith is fat, Steve Harvey was giving out advice that he wasn't always taking. I mean, he married he married a groupie. She secured the bag, but he was telling people how those type of women wasn't shit. So don't believe him. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't. And his daughter is like an IG model type that's dating Michael B. Jordan. It sounds like. Take Steve Harvey out of the about. equation. Everybody now is going to Steve Harvey. Take Steve Harvey out of the equation. This is this is something that a lot of men talk about. It's well, not just Steve well Harvey. this is what I'm trying to say. The reason I'm, yeah. I'm not taking him out of the equation is, of course, he's right for himself. That's how I feel. He's right. For he can't be trusted around other women and he knows yeah. it. So he's like a an alcoholic that can't take a sip. Right. It's like right. if I right. take a sip, I'm going to be fucking these women. And I know this is my third marriage. I can't control yeah. myself. The problem I always had with Steve Harvey and a lot of people is just prescriptive shit they do for other people. You don't know me and you don't talk for me. I know how I feel about my marriage and my wife and my friends. So I don't have a problem having women as friends. I've never crossed the line. They've never done no shit like that back. And it's it's been fine my whole life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you can't do it, that's cool. But don't talk for me. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I mean, in Mexico, people guys say that all the time, all the time. And I feel like part of it is upsetting from a woman's perspective because, you know, that's sort of why the boys clubs thing happens in a workplace. You know, like a lot of women say that about comedy, like because a lot of comic guys feel like they can't be friends with women. And so much of comedy is the hangout. You don't get the same spots like that type of thing. But also part of me when guys say that is kind of grateful because it's like, I know to get the fuck away from you. Yeah. 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 It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you say that shit, you're telling me exactly what your mind thinks. And I'm glad you told me. But yeah, I, 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 that doesn't apply to everybody, you know? Right. And, I, and at the same time, like, um, I recognize that a lot of that is from societal, um, mm-hmm. uh, societal like, grooming uh, of the genders, right? Like, 
men, you need to always be pursuing. If a woman, if a woman says she's not interested in you, you keep trying. You you fucking keep. And so you got all these dudes that for essentially make themselves miserable, feeling like women owe them sex because a friendship or acquaintance or she pick up the phone and all this shit. And it's just making motherfuckers miserable. That's why all these motherfuckers shooting up malls and shit. Cause they, right. they feel like every woman they've spoken to should be trying to fuck them. Like, it's just crazy. This shit is insane. It needs to stop. How yeah. come you blocked me on Tinder? <laughs> I have question. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, run for mayor. Now I'm joining the green party, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Yeah. I'm gonna show you. By the way, like a guy saying that, what do you think a woman wants to have sex with you now? Like, I can't be friends with women. Well, that's hot. Like, no. Right. <laughs> right. I always wondered about the women that take that as a as any level of a compliment. I would, I would be like, this is a shady motherfucker. I, <laughs> damn, I really never thought. <laughs> all this time, I thought like, hey, you know, if you had a woman friend, I, maybe I could be friends with her too. We just all yeah. kicking it. Now I'm like, this motherfucker got, can't even, if I see him around another woman, I know what it is. Yeah, and you also and you also know how he approaches relationships. And right. like you're married, you know, you have to be friends. And it's like, okay, so you think I'm just gonna like cook for you and suck suck your dick? Like, no. Right. Meanwhile, his his wife, his current wife already Wait did a minute. The cooking and sucking the dick that's off the table now? It's off the table. Meanwhile, oh, shit. Me, meanwhile, his um his current <laughs> wife already been known this because she <laughs> she was the one of the friends, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, thought it was. Uh, I don't. Um, I don't fault anybody who says that. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Right. You know what I mean? If, if a guy like Steve Harvey, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Rock was a great joke. So, and that's how he felt. I'm fine with that. If that's how, if that's how you feel. Like I said, for at you, at least you're up front with it. Yeah, <laughs> for you, you ain't out here bullshitting. A lot of guys aren't up front about that. And right. like the worst is a dude that you think is your friend, and turns out he hasn't been your friend that whole time. Most right. <laughs> I've been tricked by that. It's like, wait, what I don't respect is guys who play that game. Yeah. I don't respect that. Like you go. So, so let me get this straight. You're just going to hang around this girl hoping that she we've all seen that. We've all seen a guy who, yeah. Who's like, don't respect. I'm not threatening to women. I'm not going to hit on them. And it's, that's their actual game to get into the company of women. Right. And you can see it. And a lot of times, those are the ones that the women don't always catch because all the guys right. are like, you know what he's doing, right? Yeah, hoping, like, no, just he's hoping nice. that you're gonna you're he's gonna decide friend. to like him or hoping or like he's that not you your know, friend. You know, he's, he's got ulterior motives. We can tell by the way he, right. he sits next to you everywhere you go. Yeah, uh, he everything he does, and so that is a a, a thing that happens. Is the guy who uses this? Mm-hmm. I'm a friend to women as his game. No, you're women. not. Be honest. Uh, (laughs) No, you're not. And it's that prescriptive shit. Cause like, um, I don't, like I said, if you want to say what your boundaries are, that's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're talking about consenting adults, but it's when you start talking about this shit is impossible for somebody else that I'm like, shut up. Right. 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 You don't fucking know. Nobody agree with that. And I just, I don't like known too many men men that I've been close to who have been wanting to, I'm just going to hang in here and hope that she changes her mind. My thinking about that is always to the man is why would you do that to yourself? Right. Don't do that to yourself. Go yeah. fucking go find you something that you And then want. she finds a man and he gets really right. bitter and angry. If you like this girl and she don't like you like that and you don't want to be friends with her because that's not what you're in this for. 
then move the fuck on. Why don't do that to yourself? Don't do that to yourself. You just hang around hoping that she starts liking you because it's never going to happen. Women decide immediately whether they can feel something towards and you or not. The Am I wrong is, on that, Elena? They decide that immediately. Sure. First thing they decide is this is an attractive dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the that's first thing. This is an attractive dude. And, the and then is, if you don't say if you don't fuck it up with your conversation, <laughs> okay. Well, the, then the discussion like, okay, well, is also now. very the discussion is very general. Yeah. Like it's such a general discussion. It's very cis heteronormative, it's very uh monogamous, uh, very like Christian in its origins, where <laughs> like sex, sex that doesn't lead to marriage or a relationship is this bad thing. Like it's all fu- it's a fucked up conversation from a fucked up dude that's starting it. And then and then people being like, here's a 10 year old clip. Let's argue about it now. So, yeah, that's the thing. No. I was like, yes, I was like, that's 10 years ago. Like, we don't even have to do this, man. Aren't I don't know where adult? his head is at now. <laughs> As an adult, have you ever thought to yourself, what would Steve Harvey say before you hooked <laughs> yeah. up with somebody like, why are we giving him all this power? I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Greg. And then he's Asian trending on Twitter and it's like a right. whole people are like legislating this clip from 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. That's part of the internet, though. Like, there's no. It's very hard to outgrow. And people were getting mad yeah. at Steve Harvey because he said that ten years ago. I'm like, why right. are you getting mad? Why? Are like, you- clearly, he found a woman that that believed this shit. Like, they happy? Yeah. Leave him alone. Why? Why? I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want him living my life and vice versa. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Let's do Umar and uh, thing real quick, so we can so we can bounce it out. Doctor Umar. Excuse me, Doctor Umar. Just the ridiculousness of of hotel beef. So Kevin yeah. Samuels, first of all, well, he's not a hotel. Kevin, what? Kevin, he ain't a hotel. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he would have hotepery tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> he looks, he looks a like a smidge of hotel. Yeah, he looks. He he's, doesn't he? Am I wrong? He's one sixteenth hotel. <laughs> Am I wrong? He looks like he has hotepery tendencies about him. I can't. I don't, I don't think I'm wrong on that. He's a little bit tep. <laughs> <laughs> he opened up the his phrase, tendencies is hilarious. Just, just a little bit of tip. He's got like <laughs> a footlocker in the basement full of dashikis. Yeah, he looks like. Thank you, Doctor April. He looks like he has symptoms. Yeah, I mean, look, I, look, listen. There in the Umar, Venn diagram Umar is way out on the hotel. On, on the Venn diagram, there's yeah. a lot of overlap <laughs> <laughs> in the hatred of black women and hotels and what Kevin Samuels does. So I'm not, not, but I would just, I would imagine he would not proclaim himself a hotel. Oh, like just Umar. because you don't say it, don't mean yeah. it's not. U- Umar would like because Umar got a whole other thing that go along with like pan. Africanism and yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Kevin don't do none of that. Yeah, I would um, even I would Elena, even take it as far as Tanya, to say that Kevin doesn't probably don't know these people. Count yourselves lucky. <laughs> Kevin doesn't even believe. I did a little bit of research over the break because oh, you don't want to. <laughs> Andy said Andy said we were going to talk about it, so I looked up and I was like, these guys look crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. he didn't do Mink Side. That's a whole nother hotel. That's Tariq yeah. Nasheed. That's Tariq Nasheed. Oh, Greg said that. Yeah, that's Tariq. Now that was a good hotel beef. Oh, yeah. Tariq and Umar. <laughs> two thumbs up. <laughs> two onks up. Two 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 onks up for that beef. <laughs> I would say that next to the guy, next to the black Israelites, right? Umar Johnson is leading the Hotep charge. Yeah, yeah, he's yes. definitely the king right now. He's the king. He's had challenges. And he came Tariq from Nishim. kings. So, Tariq, yeah. Yeah, there you go. 
Tariq <laughs> he was Rashid. kings. We is still kings. We is still kings. <laughs> Meanwhile, King. uh, Tariq fell off. He tried to do some like poli- he tried to pivot to politics. Yeah, which yeah. He, not the same. Do. I don't know what Kevin Samuel's thing is, other than I'm just gonna tell everybody what he considers realness. He's a relationship expert, which is he him knows. just talking shit to people. He's kind of like yeah. he's kind of like what doing what Steve Harvey was doing ten years ago. Yeah, right. telling people. Except what's he's wrong with their relationship? Far more intense with it <laughs> and cussing. And where is he? Where is he telling people? This? YouTube, Instagram. YouTube, YouTube. The YouTube advice. Instagram, guy. YouTube. Yeah. Yep. He takes. He goes on YouTube Live and Instagram Live. I think the best one was when he told the dude that he that he had a small dick. That's the best one. <laughs> no, he asked him, "What well, do you have a big dick?" Yeah. He said, "Cause the guy, the guy was like, he can't get women to like him." Mm-hmm. And he was like complaining about how women didn't like him. And he said, How tall are you? And the guy said, I, What do you say? He's like 5'8. Something. He said, 5'8. How much you weigh? About 300 pounds. Oh, you got a big dick? And the guy goes, What? what? I mean, I don't know. He said, You know if you have a big dick. Yeah. Everybody knows they so got they a big know. dick. So they know. You don't have, they know. A, big you don't have a big dick. So you, so you, ain't, so you ain't got no money. You a fat motherfucker. And you ain't got a big dick. What are you bringing to the table to keep these women? <laughs> Yeah, my now, if he had just thing, stop right there with that type of stuff. He'd he'd have been he'd have been fine. He'd have yeah, been a legend. My favorite thing legend. about it though was it was such a um a bi- confirmation bias test because depending on which clip you show people first determines how they feel about them. Like right. if you show a woman a clip of him talking bad about the women that called in, yep. they're like, fuck this guy. He hates women, da da da. But if you show if you show the clip of him talking about that dude, they're like, yes, we need more men who will <laughs> tell them. I was just like, everybody, this guy seems like a horrible person. Don't put him on a pedestal. He just seems like a dick. This guy made a video, top five savage moments from Kevin Samuels. Uh-oh. Because he does these hour-long Hello. Instagrams and then these little short clips go viral. Intellectual brother... Ambitious. Um, I'm 5'5". You know what's coming next? Dress size? Uh, I wear 22. Yeah, I'm juicy. I already know that. That's not the word I would use. <laughs> Look at Elena's face. <laughs> I told you he told a fat dude the same thing. You think he ain't gonna get a shit to women? <laughs> right. That's why I was like, don't even put him on a pedestal. <laughs> this is him on a on a podcast. For women mm-hmm. as to how to lock down a high value man. You know, you're getting five thousand plus people watching you uh asking these questions. What would be the one of the biggest takeaway tips you could give to women in the current dating marketplace to lock down a high value guy? Mm. Stop. Stop. Because only 10% of you are going to get it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look. I, I, look. Now, look. What's funny is, like, those dudes are happy because he's talking bad about women. Right. If right. they would have asked him the uh, the question of how many men are going to get, like, with these Instagram model women, yeah. he would have told them only 10 Stop looking for that because only 10% of y'all even going to get it. See, and that's they the kind of shit that, that's the kind of shit that makes me laugh. <laughs> Right, but then they would have took yeah, that. Right. They would have been mad about that shit. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. Because right. they're they young. He's for young people. They're young. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, I'm 42 years old. 
Last year I used to weigh 203 None. pounds. None. No, I'm not finished. None. Yeah, you not are. last year. Yeah, you are. Last year, this yeah. year I weighed 165. No, ma'am, I, I said you're finished. You're finished. I'm done? Yep. There's nothing left for me. Not realistically. Well, thank you. I'm not going to lie to because you. Because I'm 42? For, see, it's the age and the weight. And then if you have any children. How did they do? So my kids are. Okay, ma'am, um, I don't need to. I want. <laughs> Shit. She's oh so God. basically, Umar He's Johnson. So someone had called into Kevin Samuels' show, and he kind of took a shot at Umar Johnson. So Umar Johnson comes back, and basically the angle he has is that, well, I'm not like some of these people who are disrespecting black women on their uh, on their shows. And so let me pull up that clip. I think it's in this article. Yeah, they had the original clip, too, where like someone called into Kevin and asked him, like, why don't you talk like Umar? Yeah, and he yeah. did his Umar, his Umar impression, which was pretty funny. It might scroll down a little bit. It might be the second clip because the chronological order. I think I saw this article. Oh, it might be a different. This is the one from the root. Yeah, the ar- the the order is backwards, really, because Kevin's clip, uh, Kevin Samuel's clip is the one that started the shit. Because he was he was like, "I'm not gonna be calling y'all princes and queens and all this shit." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, Umar gonna respond." I'm going to speak power and strength into our beautiful African sisters. That's right. I'm going to build you up. And what makes it so bad about these uh, so-called life coaches, some of them actually regurgitate a lot of Dr. Umar talking points. People send me clips. People send me clips of some of these YouTubian opportunists so-called YouTube. life coaches and i'm seeing <laughs> some of them a YouTube in, me verbatim uh, is a youtube and a nubian and a youtuber at the i think it's more like uh yakubian yakubian like dr yakub yakub creator of the white devil created those devils <laughs> dr yakub went to a cave in europe and created, created white the devils, devils. <laughs> Some of them claim to not even like me. So why are you quoting my material and not referencing me? You obviously watch me. He calls his his ideas material. Yeah, my material. My bits. You're doing. You're hacking my bits. <laughs> they steal my material. <laughs> These Carlos Mencia YouTubians <laughs> taking my. I'm talking about these queens. You obviously watch me because. Too much of my material is coming out of your mouth. It's a whole group. There's at least 12. I think I've counted 12 different YouTubian beta male wannabe life coaches that are out there slandering black women, attacking black women, degrading black women. I count about a dozen. I'm going to call them the dirty dozen of division. The Triple D, the Dirty Dozen of Division. There's about 12 members of the Dirty Dozen of Division, 12 beta males YouTube life coaches who are trying to build a platform by making black women feel bad. I don't like it. I I, I can't. He's got that LL Cool J lick his lips after every sentence thing. 
That's that's he's got that move. Now down. you know left his mama left his lip gloss in the house. You know he just told his mama he was going to the store to get us some milk, <laughs> and then he pulled over in this abandoned fucking uh, complex to do this right. video. He's in some vacant lot. Like I I saw a hotel in the wild last week. <laughs> we went to get some uh some pho, right? And we saw a dude with a tripod and a phone, and like the hotel garb talking and it is a business complex and he was in front of his business like and they will understand see we we not taking this no more man you see what i'm saying we got to get revenge and i was like who is he talking to it was just him by himself and it i'm sure the final product looked just like this see 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 appreciate black men trying to make a dollar off of making black women feel bad and unfortunately our black women some of them are so thirsty for validation that they're participating. They're participating in the attacks and slander against the black female community. And that's not acceptable. Females. That's the not acceptable. Female community. Now, I have the video of, of Kevin Samuels doing the impression. Okay. Talk to us. Like, he's Ooh. not, by the way, not wrong. Right. <laughs> Dr. Umar, not really wrong. Oh, Randolph been muted. Yeah, I got I just unmuted. Okay. So this is Doc this is Kevin Samuels now um uh, being asked to well being asked about Dr. Umar and he does his impression of him. Talk to yeah. us more like Umar. The Prince of Pan African Big Papa's in the house. Run my donations. I mean, shout out to Umar. I ain't got no problem with the dude, but I think it's funny y'all keep coming over here asking everybody to talk like Umar. Queen Mother Garland. Cocoa Butter and Seamoss Gold and shit. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Yeah, they had another thing where he talked about how Umar hasn't built the school that he claims to be building. Yeah. All these funds and you know, the typical Dr. Yeah. Umar criticisms. Yeah. I think he even said something about him having baby mamas or something. Yeah, he's got like two or three baby kids. The Prince of Pan Africanism. <laughs> Why did he look around like that before he did the impressions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't notice Umar doing that in the other video. Right. <laughs> oh, he was getting, he was, that's how he gets into character. He, <laughs> well, that's like how it flashes in. Like now I'm yeah, somebody else. Yeah, now, now. Eh, I'm ready. Can you imagine if Dr. Umar was talking to women? I think it would go a little something like, like this. this. <laughs> he just turns around. Yeah. I love when motherfucking bad people fight each other. It's the best. It's like insulting each other. It's like, yes, keep it going. Let them Speaking fight. Speaking of people fighting, y'all know our boy CJ went on a Roland Martin show. Who? CJ. Why? CJ Pearson? Why, why would Roland do that? That's the thing. Like I didn't, I didn't uh, watch. Yeah, I'm but not going to. let me tell you who it was. They, they go. Uh, Roland will say shit about because CJ will go at Roland on Twitter, mm-hmm. and Roland be like, "Well, bring your young ass on my show, then. You're right. you're coming after an 18 year old. It's like you started with me, boy. Bring right. bring your shit to my show, then. And so he went on the show. It was, it was Roland Martin, a young lady whose name I didn't know, Doctor mm-hmm. Greg Carr. <laughs> chairman of the African-American studies at Howard mm. and Jane Elliott. Get the oh, fuck. there I'm looking at it right now. Jeez. Talking to talking to CJ. Was it an intervention? 
It was like I was like, "There's no reason for you oh, all." Man, there's like four heads in boxes. The even. sad part. The sad Do part this. is that to people, to CJ and his people. Yeah, it's a just win. The fact that he was there and didn't change his mind right. is a win. Right. It's a win. And right. Greg Carr was like, "I'm trying to save you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to me. You're young." Jane Elliott said that. She was mm-hmm. like, he spent a lifetime. I'm listening to an 18 year old saying this nonsense. He can be reeducated at 18, but only if you want to. Right. So he told Jane Elliott, I don't think anybody white can tell me what it means to be a black person. She said, I've never done that ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I've never, I've never done that ever. That's not what I do. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. As a matter of fact, Jane Elliott's calling is to talk to white people. <laughs> Right, right. For the moment, girl, that I couldn't listen to a lot of it. I was like, I'm not listening to this. Shit. I mean, he did like one on one with Jane Elliott and I think with Greg, Co- oh, everybody, and CJ Pearson, and then he brought them all on together. Right. So it's oh, like that's a- my girl from Black Women Views. Yeah, I can't remember her name. She's very, she's very intelligent, very smart. Yeah, she just had. But she a, doesn't uh, come on a whole lot. I don't think. Well, she just had her baby, so she. Had that's what break. it was. Yeah. Look how fat his face has gotten. Oh shit. Well, that's that just that grown man weight. He just put. Yeah, he's kind of losing that little boy look. Yeah. Obama, how come you haven't responded? Our brain or whatever. We need to create victors, not victims. That's what I'm all about. That's my idea. That's my platform. That's my agenda. It's not about pushing Donald Trump's plan or pushing white people or whatever. It's about pushing the idea that black people control their own destiny in this country because we are no longer slaves. We are people that control who we wish to be, who we are. And that's what I believe. Period. I wish they let Greg me Carr. in on the segment. Oh, wait, I would have like, brother, I'm trying to save your hairline. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're only 18. There's time to salvage this, okay? You can't keep going to Supercuts. But if you talk like that, it's going to be the only place that's going to cut your hair, CJ. And then he cuts. He, he throws it to Greg Carr after that who comment. Who we wish to be, who we are. <laughs> See, and that's what I say. believe. Period. Greg Carr. Yeah, no, this has been very useful, I think, in, in some ways. In other ways, not so much. Um, but Reese cut through all of it uh, when it comes to uh, this specific conversation. Uh, you did your job well, young brother. You stayed on brand. As a Gen Zer, you you know the importance of sticking to a message when folks aren't going to dig much deeper. And uh, just know that there have always been individuals who oppressors of all type have picked out of the groups that are oppressed in order to do two things, give them a bit of a safety valve and a bit of a fig leaf, as you heard Professor Elliott say. And also those people are are, are well rewarded. That's the second thing. And you write about Colin Powell. Colin Powell back in January said, you know, I no longer am affiliated with the Republican Party, but that isn't because he, he didn't want to be a fiscal conservative. That isn't uh, because he's not a warmonger, because he absolutely is. And another reason not to look at Lynn Cheney as a hero, her father is the reason there are a number of women and men who are dead right now um, for the misadventure overseas to 20 years that's been going on. But uh, ultimately, it pays well. And uh, as Reese said, I hope you don't get that wake up call. But as Professor Elliott uh, has, has, has said, you know, we're trying to help you understand that no matter how well you do as an individual, uh, in the words of France Fanon, you are overdetermined from without because race mm. is not something 
people who enslaved your ancestors brought. It is something that was created to keep your ancestors in place. And once we fought our way out of that, to keep them on the bottom of this very deeply capitalist structure. And so as you are there in Alabama, uh, and if you can name all 50 states, you can say at least one word in a half a dozen, uh, actually, no, what am I saying, a half dozen, at least a couple of dozen Native American languages, meaning the first crime of this country was settler colonialism. Never forget that no matter how you think about yourself as an individual, um, I hope, because you know, I've spent many dark nights in Alabama, let us all pray that whatever you're saying and doing won't turn into a situation when you confront the fact that no matter how you feel about yourself, it is how this country feels about you that determines a lot of your life chances and a lot of the life chances of the people who will remain oppressed in part because you will be used as a pawn by those who will keep us oppressed by saying, but look, there's CJ. So just be, mm-hmm. be careful, brother. And, and our doors are always open. I hope you come back for more of this conversation. James, <laughs> hold you out, James. Well, all right. Hey, yo, shout out to his bookshelf. Loki is dunking on Eddie Glaude because you know. Yeah, it's you, like, know it's, you know what's funny when you as you say that, I put a picture up on my Twitter feed. It was, mm-hmm. it was Eddie Glaude and um, Ibram Kendi were together. Mm-hmm. So it's Eddie Glaude on top and Ibram Kendi on the bottom, and I said the real versus Eddie Glaude's mm-hmm. bookcase versus Ibram Kendi's bookcase. And Greg Carr came in on the comments and said, neither one of them got anything for my bookcase. They don't got nothing because this is function <laughs> over form right here. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his shit don't look good because it's sad. It like the weight of the books got that shit about the cr- his bookcase is holding on. Like, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> all this knowledge. You know he's, he done got read them. Books stacked next to the bookcase, right? And you know he done read them because they not oh. in no type of order. <laughs> yeah, and you know he's referencing back because he's putting like big ones on the pile on the side, right. like. <laughs> Like, that's a band that goes to his book. Like, hold on. I got yeah. something for this. Yeah. yeah. Before let the Mayflower page go. 87. He's got to do the thing where he opens up, take the book off the shelf, open up like the the the, the cowling over it. But... Right. <laughs> here, read yeah, that. I'm glad you brought that up, CJ. I'm, I'm so glad. Hold on one second. I got like, this book right here. Uh, yeah, read this. <laughs> Maya Angelou once wrote. Uh... <laughs> and Jen Elliott's got an impressive bookcase. Don't look no books as the college student right well you know he's yeah. a poor college kid <laughs> well, you've all said it all i don't need to say any more i'm just i'm just shocked that this young man with all his education doesn't know what's going on in this country i don't understand how he cannot see what's going on around him yes i do too he's young and he will grow up if he is allowed to grow up in this country i will be extremely pleased we're calling these the new bill. Uh, they put an ad in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, it was just them. It was that's basically the whole thing because he's like trying to defend Trump's policies, which are un- I'll close it out this way. untenable. You can't defend them. And I guess this is I mean, I kind of like if this is what's going on here. I kind of like that even though there's four heads and boxes. Yeah. The other ones seem to be muted. Like everyone's talking yeah. one at a time. So they well, don't they start yelling. They do really. They, they wait on each other. Yeah. Like they don't start yelling over each other. They don't. It doesn't turn into a big circus. It's just like, okay, your turn. You speak until you're done. And then the next person gets their chance to talk. Yeah, His show is always like that. Yeah. Even when he had Ice Cube on, it was like that. Yeah. yeah which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous because it was like this. Because it was like, well, go ahead. I say what you got to say. Well, you got to, you got to, you got to do something about these UQBians. 
out here. Say what you got to say. This is your platform now. Tell me what you're, that's what you believe. And there was a lot of that. You believe that. Hmm. Yeah, that kid is, there's no, as Dr. Greg was saying, they're just going to use you and you're going to allow yourself to be used. Yeah. Everybody knows it. And I think there's no it's, way he does it. So it's profitable. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Candace Owens angle. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind them having people on if they do it this way. It's yeah. just most people don't do it this way. Most people had people on and then they engage with them as if it's a debate and then they shake hands like it's yeah. all good afterwards. Nah, have him on, eviscerate him, yep. tear down his points and be like, I hope I hope you can save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you brought he brought on educators, too. That's nothing. Right. Very <laughs> yeah. smart. I mean, the other way is is fun. Like if 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 he comes on, and like all the other people are just making a jerk off motion while he talks, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, it's funny, and then they yeah. start yelling at each other, and the host has to be a referee. But ultimately, it's tiring, and it doesn't get anything anywhere. And he can use that as ammunition, as far as are they talking over me, trying to silence me, and this is what it's like yep. on the left, and I'm not afraid to go in and mix it up. In this case, it was like, okay, you just talk and talk and talk, and then. You'll paint yourself in the corner and we'll just take it apart. Well, he yeah. doesn't have anything to say. He's a boy. Right. Yeah. And Greg, they brought on the right people, though, that saw the whole game because Greg Carr's comment was the best one when he was like, well, you did a good job of yeah. what your role is on, on your side, which is to come here, listen to us and then not change your opinion. We knew that would happen. And I'm, it's like, yes, I, that's the game I want people to start pointing out rather than to do the like, I'm going to yell at Mark. Uh, I'm going to yell at Santorum, too. Like, no, who gives a fuck about that? Like, it's what Randolph said last week. You're just making yourself feel better. Yep. And look at me. Look at me. I'm not There's like him. You're making yourself uh, feel better. I'm smarter yeah, than I also think it helps, you know, maybe if you're trying to get a message across to the kid, like if you start with a right. compliment, I mean, it's a little backhanded, but like if you start at least not from being totally aggressive, like maybe you'll get through to him. Maybe. Yeah. He's, he's gone. I think he's, I think he's gone because right. the grift is real. Nafisa, I don't know what's going on with that hat, but I like it. Uh, I think the grift is so real with him that. I mean, know. it's like Eddie Glaude though. Cause Eddie Glaude had wrote some shit back in the day that I would have been like, write him off forever. Well, I right. was, but he right. is quick to be like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and that's really all you can ask. So, apologize with somebody that young. Yeah, it's possible that he one day does grow from this, and it could be that it could be comments like this. Like any, I'm shit. You a trainer? I know you know. But but it's like you might can't hear what I'm saying right now. But one day you might be in a position to look back and be like, I tell Ava that all the time. Just the stuff I'm saying to you now. It's not going to register. It doesn't matter to you now. Right. I'll see you later. Just try to remember the things I tell you. <laughs> yeah. And he might not have noticed when he's been the victim of certain racial things. I mean, yeah. I know when I was younger, my mom was like a super, super feminist. And when I was younger, I didn't notice some of the stuff that she was talking about. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I like got into the job market that I was like, oh, she yeah. was so right. So yeah. right. You know, so maybe maybe he'll notice. I think about CJ is that it was it was funny when he was a kid. Mm-hmm, he was a baby faced right. kid. It was funny then. He's out here. This child is trying to dunk on Obama and everything about us. But now he's on his way to being a young man, mm-hmm. going to cause stuff. Now it's sad. 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? Which is why a guy like Greg Carr and Jane Elliott are like, yeah, come on now. Well, also, Greg Carr is used to talking to 18-year-olds. And right. <laughs> Jane Elliott is used to talking to teenagers. That's kind of all they do. I mean, Greg Carr right. is at a college. So everything, everyone's going to be young and dumb when they first right. when he first like, meets them. You know, And it's sad when you talk to, particularly now in this day and age, like, listen, you have access to more information than anybody's ever had in the existence of humankind. Right. <laughs> this is what you took from it. No, I, I understand I that you don't know all the references and all that. I get that. But I just the overall picture, that's what you took? He's acting in the interest of the people who are trying to obscure that information by flooding right. the world with misinformation. Right. So the reason right. people have access to information and are still dumb is because of all the misinformation that they also have access to. And he's part of that machine. Right. So access to information, like the Internet made everybody smarter and dumber. Like the, yep. everything got, got more spread out. The spectrum is a lot wider. Um, and and CJ Pearson is is helping that cause right, right. of just misinforming. Yeah, and he's people. a star in that world. Yeah. yeah, he probably also really likes the attention, which is also yeah. you know indicative of his youth. He's a star in that world. Loves the attention. A star. He is a star in that world. Yeah, Terrence you know? K. Williams is like, man, fuck him. Right. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> he thinks yeah, he's I, gonna I, talk I to them no over doubt. there. I have no doubt. <laughs> he thinks he can talk to Roland Martin. Roland Martin, ain't, he ain't gonna have me on. <laughs> no, he's not, because there's no point. Roland, <laughs> why, why'd you block me on Twitter, Roland? <laughs> I'm running with Green Party. Roland will tell you because you was a bitch. That's why. Because <laughs> you was a bitch, and then he'll play Look at the Coons. Look at the Coons. Roland's like, uh, let me have my friend Kevin Samuels answer that question for me. <laughs> Because you're a fat motherfucker. Well, you got you got a little, little dick, dick. probably. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. Uh, what, how big is your dick, CJ? <laughs> Do you have a big I mean, dick? I mean, I don't even know. Well, then you got a small dick. Then. Well, then, well, you're then done. you got a little dick. So already you got a fucked up hairline. You got a big ass head. <laughs> you ain't funny. Call yourself a comedian. You ain't funny. You ain't, you ain't got funny. A dick? <laughs> Look at what, the what appeal do you have? <laughs> Why are you wearing that red hat? They don't match nothing you got in your closet. <laughs> I would hope that a that a kid like CJ can 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 learn something. I doubt it. I think they said that he applied at Howard, didn't get in, which wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I think they had said that. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Oh man, he could have benefited from a Howard education too. Yeah, I, a, yeah that for one year there would have did it. Oh, <laughs> his personal essay <laughs> what could he per what could he possibly be doing at howard other than trying i don't, know. To I don't know. know you know what going there out of defiance which is the wrong move to yeah make. i could just see him doing uh whatever he does live there just acting like look and i'm saying it right to their face yeah <laughs> oh i think he might have gotten it he tweeted which the tweet is gone now but wikipedia has a text in consultation with my family, I've made the decision to decommit from Howard University and will instead be attending the University of Alabama in the fall, majoring in political science. I'm looking forward to the next four years in the great state of Alabama. Roll Tide. He didn't. He didn't commit to commit to Howard. Come on, man, you ain't a D1 athlete. What are you talking about? Well, you know, he he might have gotten accepted, and this is he. This was tweeted May first of last year. Maybe the pandemic that made him decide had, to stay close had to home. Conversations with his family. He might have been accepted. Dominique's right. Liberty. University of Alabama. That's your brag. That's your brag. A, yeah, a state school. Got Liberty. He could have went Roll to Liberty time. University. Oh, state school. That's April fifth. This is the article. April fifth, twenty twenty. C.J. Pearson announces attendance at Howard. Um, he tweeted, Howard student. Well, no, he tweeted. Uh, 
someone tweeted that he's going to Howard. I guess he confirmed it. And then a month later, he said he's decommitting from Howard University. Yeah, well, here's if he did get accepted and if he was going to go, he was going to catch hell at first. Yeah, he was going to catch hell in these D.C. streets. There you go. There was going to be a lot of that shit. There you go right there. There you go. He was going to catch hell on campus, too. Hey, what was that shit you were saying? He was going to catch right. a lot of that shit. He wrote a column on Fox News's website. The title is conservative students should join me in rejecting liberal academia's intolerance. Mm-hmm. And this is a column written by C.J. Pearson well, in February going to the last university, year. I mean, you're going to a university, man. If, you, stunt, if you believe man. that, don't go to university. That's this a month, stunt. He I was never going to go. To decline yeah. an offer of admission extended to me by New York University. So he was apparently accepted to NYU. I announced my decision in a message on Twitter, which received more than 60,000 likes and 10,000 retweets. But who's counting? Uh, the reasoning behind my decision was simple. I couldn't justify six-figure six figure student loan debt paying tens of thousands of dollars each year to enter an environment where some professors create an atmosphere hostile to the conservative values I hold and the po- politics I espouse. So he got into NYU, according to him, and then he, I guess, got into Howard. If if you knew that you didn't want to spend that kind of money, why did you even apply to NYU? Right. It was all it's all so he could do yeah. what he did, bro. It's his yeah. grift, man. Yeah. It's part of his grift. All, like I said, it's the same reason he wanted to go on Roland Martin. Because yeah. he so he could be like, look, I didn't fold in the face of superior logic, yeah. superior experience, uh, empathy, love, uh <laughs> information. Right. Like, right. look at me, I'm so conservative. I didn't listen to none of that shit. And he wanted to do that at Howard. That's why I wouldn't want him to be there because he would just be doing that to the students there. Like, look right. at them, they still can't turn me liberal. Look, yeah, I'm I, going I'm, to Howard. I'm on Instagram you don't have to spend live, the same y'all. amount of money going to Howard. You got to spend the same amount of money. All right. Going to Howard is you're gonna to have to spend going to NYU. Be at the All Lives Matter part of the march. You yeah, should. and now you now you're at University of Alabama. Yeah, because it's a state school and you get to live at home. Right. <laughs> Cut the fuck yeah. out of here. He's man. from Georgia. Yeah. Because it's oh, still a university. Over. It's still a university, and I guarantee you they got professors there that's liberal. Right. Right. Absolutely. Then, not everybody at the University of Alabama is some Absolutely. type of conservative person. Absolutely. Right. But think of all the white sorority tang he's going to get to pull down now. <laughs> the fact they that ain't he got that at Howard, <laughs> he really missed the opportunity to go to University of Texas and join the band that sings the. Uh, he did miss that. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that, Randolph? I know you're from Texas. You heard they, the solution I is to have two bands. All about it. They think that's just going to go away. They think that's just going to go away. It ain't going away, man. Like, they were like, let's segregate the bands. One yeah. will play the racist version of the song, and one will play the not racist. They song. think this shit's gonna go away, dog. They really yeah. believe that. I'm like, y'all really thought this shit was just gonna go away behind y'all's little report that you commissioned. <laughs> so Figure out a way to make it okay for us to play this song and go. That's not going. Yeah. Come on, man. DJ should have joined. Fuck they got, out of here. They got a Pat Boone version of their band. <laughs> And a little richer version of their band. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> and everybody's gonna like the little richer version more. Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't know what how they think how they expect this shit to end in Texas. I really don't know how they expect this to end. <laughs> I just want to be what in the, think it's gonna happen. I just want to be the black person in that meeting full of white people that came up with that plan to segregate <laughs> the band to be like, what we're gonna do, we'll have one band play it. And then the other band won't, and that way no one has to really be offended. You, mean, you mean bands that are separate but equal? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like Is that what you mean? That's who I want to be. I want to be at the end of the meeting like, so y'all chose to 
segregate the bands. <laughs> and no so one's, no, one's like, no problem. Okay. Kind of like separate bands, but they're equal, but they're separate. Right. <laughs> but, but they're, they're equal. They're equally great. Oh. Maybe one band <laughs> color scheme will be all white. <laughs> Texas to create separate band in which members won't have to play the controversial Eyes of Texas. <laughs> that song ain't gonna have no rhythm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we won't have a percussion section for this next one. <laughs> well, you could just not have the band, the song. You could just end your little, end your little fucking minstrel show ditty and be done with it. You end could. Up. Now the band that doesn't play it, they're going to have cheaper uniforms. And, but Absolutely. No, 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 Elena. They're going to be equal. They're going to get hand-down instruments. Right. Everything's going to be equal. Equal facilities. Right. <laughs> but then everyone's going to end up going to see the band that doesn't play it, and then it turns into a movie. Yeah. The band that don't play it should do, like, like they should go full HBCU with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like the other band is all like, dun, 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 and then you come out there, it's like, <laughs> got the drum section. Thom, 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 thom. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> they have what's called oh, the Jesus Longhorn Christ. Band, and the other band is called the University Band. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Longhorn band, band will keep playing the song. That's so the University Band gonna be the Black Band. Yep. Yeah. That's the one I'm. I but, fuck with them. Yeah, the it's gonna be like not, John Walker's high school. Yeah, band. the band required to not play the song will have. Wait, wait, go up. What? What did it say? It said something about we'll have. We'll have part. opportunities to perform at official university and sporting events. We'll have unspecified opportunities yeah. to perform. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. just playing like separate uh, but equal. You yeah. guys just play during timeouts. We'll ca- We'll we'll do the halftime show. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. You guys play. Imagine how you got to look if, if let's say you're in the in the unspecified band, the university you know band. What right. kind of side eyes you'd be giving everybody else in the band? <laughs> right. In the official band. Like, come on, motherfucker. Dog, nah, that that meeting where they determine who's staying and who's going, that's tense. Yeah. yeah. That's tense. You black, you can't stay. You oh, can't. No. <laughs> oh no oh no like what so you you, you sure brother you wanna you wanna keep playing the song is that what you wanna do that's what you wanna do okay oh oh I thought this is the line for the uh, university which line am I in I mean I expect that out of them I wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting it out of you the Longhorn Band is gonna have like really nice uh, brand new uniforms the University yep. Band is gonna have all kinds yep. of tattered shit yep yep mm-hmm. yep separate buddy all their trumpets are gonna be dented <laughs> this shit gonna be way better though. Oh, oh, it's gonna be far better. <laughs> it's gonna be far better. Yeah, because because then you start the competition aspect. You're like, we hey, we we gonna blow these motherfuckers <laughs> out this fucking out this motherfucking stadium. The song was was uh studied and the study found there was no racist intent behind the over 100 year old song but that it debuted in a racist setting it was performed at minstrel shows in the 1900s yeah, there was no racist no intent. intent though yeah there was <laughs> they didn't mean it to be racist <laughs> they, they weren't racist they just liked racist the beat people, but 
but you know right how do we make this racist thing not racist listen the song's not racist it just debuted at a clan rally yeah. and the i song, don't see the song why. itself is a racist it was just that the people that played it <laughs> you have to separate the racist, the racist art from the racist people look yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a racist song it was just number one on the racist charts that's all <laughs> And racist I mean, they people played it, but that doesn't make this this memories. It's not the song; it's the people. Listen, Camp Town Races isn't a racist song. Yeah. It's just the battle cry of the Confederate Army. Army, and I don't see what those two things have to do with anything. Black person. It was just only played in racist settings. That's all. Where I mean, it was the, he- the most heavily requested song of all time. I mean, if we're gonna do this, we might as well get rid of the the put. We might as well get rid of the Star Spangled Banner second and third verses. I mean, what are you guys asking? Where does it end? <laughs> they really think this shit's gonna go away. They really cancel culture it. has to stop. <laughs> we're gonna create a second band that only plays a second and third verse of the Star Spangled Star Spangled Banner. Banner. <laughs> None of it's racist. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, y'all. On that note, none of it's racist. (laughs) It just happened to be played at minstrel shows. Yeah. It just happened to be. As one does. You know, a lot of songs (laughs) debuted at minstrel shows. (laughs) It just happened to fit perfectly in the aesthetic of minstrel shows. Just happened. No, no, we don't. I don't. I, 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 I. So we canceling all the songs that debuted at minstrel shows now? Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I guess we're just done with the Osley brothers between the sheets. Okay. First played at a clan rally because they wear sheets. That's what that was about. A lot of people don't know that. It wasn't that the song is racist. It was like those people in the sheets. Between the sheets were racist. A lot of people don't know that. Elena, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed your break that you got. I did. From the little lady ruling your house right now. Mm -hmm. Happy Mother's Day to you, my dear. Thank you guys for having me. I had a great time. Anytime, anytime. We, you know, I'll be in touch about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Roderick, as always. Thanks, brother. Anytime, Thanks man. Any, Pleasure anytime. to be on with you, Elena. You let us know when it's when it's time, man. Just hit us on the on the chat, dog. Yeah, right, the I chat. We not tomorrow. That's Mother's Day. Well, we gotta get we gotta yeah, get I got to tomorrow. <laughs> Looking at the piece of laughing. Not tomorrow. <laughs> I got I got yeah, things I gotta do. Busy. Yeah, I got yeah. things I gotta do. Shit, that made me, I, I might double check with Janelle, make sure she's not gonna be. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> double check that shit. Gotta get up and help help a breakfast get made, my damn self. <laughs> you know, uh, Andy's always, you know, uh, Dominique, Mark, Tanya, Jen, Nafisa. Did I say that right? Yeah, good. Latoya, James, Kazi, Reggie, Kristen, Jane, Amaze. It is either Amaze or Amaze. I don't know. I'm going to go with, uh, I, you know what? I'm going to say it Amaze. I'm going to say Latoya, Brian, Carolyn, Adrian, Greg, Jimmy, uh, Tasha, Amil. Uh, did we just lose somebody? Off screen, we did. Oh, okay. Amil. Loving this. I'm loving this. We're brethren. Linus has appeared on screen. Linus made an appearance. iPhone one. Don't know who that is. Shout out to iPhone one. Jason, Damien, Desiree. There we go. Those things came out in 07. That's an old ass iPhone. (laughs) That's one of the oldest listeners of the podcast. (laughs) iPhone one. 
Thank you iPod Nano. Thanks for joining the chat, iPod <laughs> Nano. Thank you all for joining us. Raphael, did I get you, brother? Give me a high side. Did I get you? I got you, right? I didn't get you. I got you. <laughs> Creative Thanks Zen and these three players. As always, we love y'all. Uh, we'll see y'all next next week. Y'all be sure to get at us on um, on social media. You want to holler? Just holler at us. Y'all know what's that, Reggie? I think I missed you, brother. Y'all, I read you. I talk to you every day on social media at some point. So y'all holler at us. We out there. We're all doing stuff. We're all active on social media. Uh, t- Atlanta, you are on Twitter. You're right. You Twittering up? I don't Twitter that much. The best way, what place to find me is Instagram. Elena yeah. Blondita. So hit Elena on Instagram. Elena Blantita. Yeah. And y'all get at all of us. Uh, I don't think any of us have any shows coming up right now. Now, someone hit me up like two days ago and I haven't replied yet. He was like, Hey, send me your stuff. I'm starting a one nighter and this and that it was, it's, it's in the Richmond area, but I was you know, like, Jack's I wanna... got a Wednesday now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to hit like the open mics first. To come do. I'm not going like, to headline someone's one nighter. I'm going to build yeah. up an act first. Me too. I got like a, I got like a week. I, got a week I don't know how much old day. shit I want to do. So, I don't want to do none. So that's yeah. It. So my old shit is still relevant and I never recorded it. And I would like that's to not how have I it disappear. Feel when I'm like, I don't know if I want to do fuck it. Do it. Yeah, I don't do know. It. We'll people see. are up there talking about dating and shit. Like it's, it's people oh, haven't acknowledged how much the world has changed fundamentally. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I can't do comedy without acknowledging that while yeah. I'm on stage. Yeah. Like, can we all stop pretending that nothing happened? Yeah. Yeah. No, no it's the, what did I say? It's the theater. Of normalcy. Yeah. <laughs> we just going to act like this shit didn't happen. And we're going to do these old jokes, you know? Yep. Okay. You better do 10 minutes talking about this fucking pandemic before you get into them dating jokes. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we'll let y'all know what's going on. Uh, Rod, take us on home. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Elena Torres. And I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, we have three guys on. We are out. Happy Mother's Day. Rest in peace, Bo. Happy Mother's Day. Oh.